0: We are now tuning in to the Awkward Thinking Podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yo, yo, yo. What the fuck you thought, niggas? And hoes. Uh, What's that, Welcome back to another episode of. God damn, am I tripping today?
1: Your breath was a little hot when yeah, you bitch. just did that.
0: <laughs> Watch yourself. Anyway, <clears throat> welcome back to another edition of your favorite motherfucking podcast. I'm your boy, Nas, aka Stacks. What up, I'm Vince. And we all, dumb big dick niggas, <laughs> awkward thinkers. <laughs> we two for two. Oh we two for two on <laughs> this motherfucker. If y'all hear a very laughing voice, we got a special guest in the building today. You know, our brother. We met in the trip and then he <laughs> became our brother. So it was like we knew each other from the whole time. You know what quick. I mean? Quick, real quick. Very innovative, dope person. Crazy creative Mm -hmm. person We'll
1: ask you for your food We'll
0: ask you for your food Every time Every single time Eats ass sideways We got Will (laughs) Whoa (laughs) We got Will in the motherfucking building (laughs) What's
2: happening What's happening We here Thanks for having me Blessings. Yeah, Yeah
0: tell the people who you is And who you ain't
2: Yeah it's your boy William Fairbanks Um, I reside in the great city of Columbus By way of Ann Arbor Michigan Um, I'm a filmmaker um, Entrepreneur you know, businessman, um, dreamer, man of God, we winning. Yeah. Man. Tell me your handle. Ain't you a Oh, yeah, creator? yeah. I'm definitely one of those. Um, at Will underscore Fairbanks. Check me out. You know, it's a lot of dope stuff bubbling right now. Blessed to be here. Yeah, man.
0: So, um... You know, on the show, we get a little awkward on this motherfucker. I just, you know, because this is your first time here. So you don't necessarily, every time we have guests, we either go real serious or we go real way of left. Yeah,
2: way left, man. You know, since we already have some
0: camaraderie, I already see how this Mm -hmm. can go. It might be a melting pot of both, but I could be wrong. I really could be really wrong. Um, but what stood out to me today, you said you were from Ann Arbor, Michigan. you Yeah. We're here, 700 block. What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ann Arbor, Michigan. Um, I've been to Ann Arbor and it seems like there's no hoods in Ann Arbor.
2: That's not true.
0: It's not true. That's
2: not true. What brought you to Ann Arbor, first and foremost? Pussy. I was about to say. Ah, <laughs> I'm not surprised, nigga. Yeah, pussy
0: brought me to Ann Arbor. Yes,
2: there's hoods in Ann Arbor, nigga. Okay, okay, it's called public housing though in right? Ann Arbor. So yeah, it's, it's called yeah, it's projects. It's public housing. Okay, that's okay. what it is out here. Yeah, what? yeah, born what? and raised public
1: housing. That's the hood.
0: I I I always thought the hood wasn't just pro, like public housing though.
1: Public housing is the hood. That's I,
0: code word. That
1: damn near projects.
2: Yes, it's a different. Yes, yeah, it's projects. It's like property that's owned by the public or by the city.
0: So like porta potties. No, nigga. Not like, no, like <laughs> legit, like that's owned by the public. Am I not wrong? What porta potties? Like porter potties. are... Where did the connection come because from? Because I'm looking at porta potties that like everyone uses. Them yes, mm-hmm. you know, it's owned by the state. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> they're uh-huh. owned and by whoever's putting them shits they're up. They're not nigga. the nicest. They're not a the construction company could
1: put up a porter potty.
0: But that's what I'm saying. It's not the nicest condition. Yes. So I would consider that being owned into a porter pot. I'm not saying the projects are not aesthetically pleasing to look at. I'm not. That's what I'm saying. Some of them. Some. Some, some of them. <laughs> some of them. Some of them do got like yeah, nice. You be like, like oh situation. shit these
2: is the projects. Yeah. yeah. No low key I ain't gonna hold y'all my neighborhood like I had three floors like oh. we had a basement a main floor and then an upstairs how many bedrooms we had four bedrooms nigga
1: you in that elevated
2: project what, what the yeah. fuck is that it was Ann Arbor sure? but it was still like you step outside you know I've definitely seen crackheads I've seen somebody shot yeah. I don't seen some unmentionable things you know what mm. I'm saying yeah. like I don't seen I'm used to the police running through the hood you know so it's very much it's very much the hood mm. you yeah. know what I'm saying but you know it's it, we had nice cribs what's yeah. your favorite part of Ann Arbor my family mm. You know, and Arbor is cool. I like the um, the vegetation out there. I'm not talking oh, about y'all trees farmers? either. No, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: are farmers.
2: You're funny. You're funny. Y'all, y'all funny, man. You, y'all funny. No, but um, there's a lot of trees out there. So like, there's a um, there's actually a big ass nature reserve called the Arb, uh, and it's an arboretum. So it's basically just like protected. <laughs> I yeah. thought you meant weed. <laughs> I, that's what I said. I said not the weed, but the weed, too. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, grow weed there, too? It's legal up there. Like, it's crazy. Oh, it's wow. crazy. I they got... Know, um. Know. What they call it, dispensaries everywhere
1: yeah I thought you was talking Man. about the, when you was like the vegetation I thought no that's nigga I ain't
0: gonna lie when he said vegetation I'm like damn they farm and shit
2: yeah silly nigga oh, yeah.
0: I really like <laughs> legit oh you were cold coding that
2: for week no nigga I'm talking about trees like actual trees like arbors, like, like
0: oh yeah it's
2: called tree city another name for it is tree city oh, that's, nice. double con- entret- that's because you only went out there for pussy nigga. no but you know we know a lot of
0: people from Michigan I I've never heard people call that the tree city. What part of Michigan, Detroit, Detroit, yeah, uh, Hangster, yeah, shit like that? Ben, you Arbor, ain't ben Arbor, but Ann Arbor. So, do Ben Arbor, what's Ann Arbor, Arbor like? like what's they, the difference? No, nah,
2: never, never. What's
1: the difference between who are they cousins? Like, is Ben and Ann. like your cousin and sister kind of thing? You're that's funny. That's that's,
0: that's that's might be something, though. it, <laughs> it, it makes sense. Be ben something. and N, Last name
2: Arbor? No, it's it's Ben Harbor. Oh. Oh, but they ben call it... Ben
0: Arbor. Right. So, it's like... But people call it Ben Arbor, right?
2: No, they call it Ben Harbor.
1: They pronounce that shit Ben Arbor. Ben Arbor. Cool. H, anybody I know from Detroit, they do not pronounce that H. That shit be like Ben Arbor. That's funny.
2: That one change the fact that it's Ben Harbor, fam. Damn. So, they not cousins? No, they not. Nope. Nope. Okay. But Ann Arbor's cool, man. I like it. Um, I, I I always told myself that I might move back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like a neighborhood, family-type right. situation. But, you know, there's not a lot of color out there. You know, it's a college town. So, mm. you know, it's not much for me right now with everything that I got going on and what I'm trying to do. So, you know so what I'm saying? What brought you out here to Columbus? School. I went to Ohio Wesleyan University, liberal mm-hmm. arts school. Um, I studied. when My first time around, I studied... Um, sports management I thought I was gonna be what's his name the dude they made a movie about him who was an agent it was Tom Cruise anyways I thought I was gonna be a big-time agent you know what I'm talking about
1: about.
2: um but you know I ain't know nothing to do I didn't know nothing about college so I wasn't successful and then I ended up going back home for like three four years five years and then it just wasn't happening out there. Something, you know, hometowns, like you can't really stay there yeah. if you want to grow in many yeah. situations, long story short. And then I came back out here and then was uh, afforded the opportunity to go back to Ohio Westland. And when I went back, they were offering film as a major. So I studied film and creative writing. And while I was there, I was still just making connections in the city in Columbus. I was doing sound engineering at this place called Walrus, shout out Walrus. Shout out Walrus. They gave me, like, one of my first opportunities in the city. Um, but, yeah, you know, since then, you know, I've been able to forge relationships and mm-hmm. and, and build a foundation out here. So I'm here mm-hmm. for probably another year and a half, two years. Okay. Yeah.
0: But you ever find it so weird that somebody that's not from your like area do, does better than you and you lived there your whole life? <laughs> like you never like 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 when you say you left somewhere to grow, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're leaving to grow right. more, right? Facts. But somebody can say that same thing that's coming from where we're trying to go right. and and flourish here. No, that's so, real. that's so I'm like it's so mind-boggling how somebody could like
2: make more resources out of where you lived your whole life. That's of. true. I guess it's for me it's um it's a couple of things. It's one perspective and it's it's two like if you were chosen, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's people in Columbus, you know, I got homies that are from Columbus that are killing it in Columbus. And they this is, they base, you know what I'm saying? And I think that comes with you being accepted into the community and accepted into the market and the industry of whatever you're trying to go into. Like me in Ann Arbor, you know what I'm saying? I came up in the hood like, a lot of people in the hood was not rocking with my family or me. You know right. what I'm saying? They was clowning us. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Give what the fuck little, was y'all doing it in Arbor. Buck, harbor? No, we was, we was just, you know, with all due respect, we was just different. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, in the hood, you know, there can be a hood mentality, right? And then when you're different than that, You know, you can, and that's kind of funny what we are about to chat about, but like when you're different than the norm, you can kind of be outcast, they can throw stones, they want to bring you down, you know what I'm saying? And not just that, you know, outside of the hood, it's straight suburbia. Right. Yeah, it's it's a bunch of white at. folk. You know what I'm saying? And the white folks ain't really giving you that type of opportunity either. So mm-hmm. you're not really getting the love in the hood. Right. Because we're different. And then you're going outside of the hood and they're still not giving you the love. And like in high school, like super clicky. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Super mm. clicky. You know, they doing things that I wasn't really accustomed to doing. They doing drugs. They drinking. You know what I'm saying? They're building relationships that way. My mom's not having that. You know mm, what I'm yeah. saying? So I didn't really forge any bonds from high school, really. So in my mind, all the, when I got to being like a sophomore junior, I'm like, oh, I got to get up out of here. Right. You know what I'm saying? I know there's something else out there. So I stayed close enough that I could get home just in case something happened. But I had to go. Mm. I had to go. I feel that.
0: Yeah. I feel that So like Do you feel like Because I've, I've grew up In like You know Catholic schools And shit like that But you know North Philly right. And all that crazy shit But Do you find yourself Code switching a lot Now When I mean code switching I feel like it's necessary mm-hmm. For a very survival thing I feel like code switching Is Is Cool until you start Selling out with it mm-hmm. Type shit So I, I want to get you Like your mindset on Like Do you What, what is code switching for you Or do you think it's a thing
2: um, I think, yes and no, I think code switching to me, you know, in layman terms, is just reading the room. Yeah. Excuse me. Like, um, I was taught how to speak to different people early off mm-hmm. because, you know, I came up in the church and the majority of my church, well, no, I actually had a, a, a My church was super multicultural. There was a bunch of white people. There's African people. There were black people. You know, there was all just different types of people. And, um, but at my church, you know, the people who were successful, we had people with money at my church. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? The pastor was white. And then you had dentists. You had car dealership owners. You had professors. You know what I'm saying? And we stayed at church. You know what I'm yeah. saying? This was coming up. You know, you, you got church three, four times a week. So I'm developing friendships at a young age, middle school into high school. And even I've been around these people from elementary. You know, I've been around white people. I've been around different cultures since I was a child. And I'm learning how they move and how they chat, right? Mm-hmm. I'm still not a part of it fully. You know, I remember um, getting to a certain age and... um a big thing was me, I would want to go to my friend's house after church because we have morning service, then that two hours, then we would come back to church. And seeing those reminders that I am not fully in, you know, the mom and dad be like, nah, he ain't coming over. You right. know what I'm saying? Um, but... I think I was able to learn how, you know, the, sup- the, the certain mannerisms and the certain behaviors and habits of white people from being around them from such a young age. And they were super accepting because it's, you know, it's, it's church. There's love. And that's not every church. But my church, I definitely received that. They mm-hmm. took us in. They definitely showed us a certain type of love. So I'm getting that. I'm, I'm spending time with them a lot. And then at the same time, I'm going home to the hood. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about like, oh, I'm talking the hood. You know where you know people's getting jumped and you know people's talking smack about me and my family. I've I've, I've there's some wild stuff that's been said to my family, right? Yeah. And but at some point, you know, the baby line grows up and he becomes a little bit mature, and now I know how to throw it back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Respectfully. Pause. <laughs> Pause. I, I saw it in your face. <laughs> I
1: ain't want to wow. ruin this moment. That's funny.
2: It. Wow. <laughs> it was funny. deep.
0: It was deep, but my balls, mind was that's like... That's false too, then.
2: Right, right.
1: It oh, wasn't man.
2: as bad as yours, though. No, I ain't going to
1: lie. I was throwing it back. Respectfully.
2: Y'all <laughs> walling, bro. Yo, walling. So, but, um, you know, I had to learn how to do that as well. You know, so... I think by the grace of God, I was awarded, you know, both worlds, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, I know I digress, but I think that that is code switching where I know, and and one thing that I definitely learned through both is how not to lose myself, right? Because whether I'm in the hood or if I'm in a room full of corporate people or I'm in a room full of CFOs, CEOs, business owners, entrepreneurs, I've learned how to be myself Mm -hmm. right and i know how to cater to whoever i'm chatting to so i definitely agree like you should never sell your soul you know what i'm saying because one thing my mom always told me is you change the world don't let the world change you right Right. so one thing that i hold when i am in these different spaces is one just be respectful and you know understand who you are talking to you know because i can't talk to the um I guess, homie in the street who's living that lifestyle the same way that I talk to, you know, um, the person who's going to a nine to five working at a corporate situation. So Mm -hmm. I think it's definitely necessary, especially if you want to win in both worlds. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're looking to have some type of success in both worlds or whatever Arena that you're in, you got to know how to talk to whoever you're talking to. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I
1: think it's all about like learning to adapt in every situation. Facts. And you just, sometimes when you adapt, you do look a little different, but you still stay the same.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah, I code switch on, on the phone. When I'm ordering my food. I don't, yeah. I, give a, I swear to God. Is it
1: a code switch or is it a personality shift?
0: No, I feel like honestly, because, you know, it's, it's so unfair being black. I don't know if you guys knew or not, but mm-hmm. um, no,
1: that's I just,
0: true. I just, when I order my food or something like that, <laughs> when I order my food, when I order my food and shit like that, um, I always use a white voice and I always mm-hmm. say I always say a white name because Why? I know I feel like if I give my my name is like Nasir, right? And it's already name, like by the way, thank you, thank you, thank it's you. It's alright, but it's already it's an Arabic name. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm black. So it's just like when you hear these names or you hear, I always think they're gonna either tamper with my food Mm. or they're gonna do something. So I always try to put on a white voice when I'm ordering, like,
2: hey, what's going on? For real?
0: Yeah, like, cause I'm really scared that somebody might tamper with my Mm -hmm. food thinking that I'm black. Yeah. It's weird. It's Is, weird. Wh-
2: where do you think that comes from?
0: I don't know. Like, that's so weird. You know what I mean? Has anybody ever tampered with your food? Eh? It's just the fear of it.
1: But, I mean, okay, so it's not uncommon for, especially, like, back in the day, for white people to fuck with black people food. Sure. Like, you no, know, especially if you got a black name. It's the same thing as, like, um, my mother gave us all... I don't want to say generic ass names, but generic names, so that we wouldn't struggle on a, a resume or a job application. Nobody would look at our names and be like, oh, "Okay, no, nah, never mind." So it's the same thing as like, you gotta switch it up sometimes. To That's that. true.
2: But you, you know what I've learned, right? Like I'm at a point of just not caring because. I've been on the outside of shit so often growing up mm-hmm. and I've been that isolated ostracized person for so long. I've learned that like yo when you got it, you got it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm I feel like I'm I'm approaching that place in my career where it's just like utter confidence, lack of fear, knowing who I am, knowing that I am actually the person that's moving this forward, right? Yep. And it's both of our privilege, all of our privileges, to be in a room together. But mm-hmm. it's definitely your privilege to be in a room with me as well, right? Mm. So I've had to, because when I was younger, you know, being in certain certain situations, you know, I talk about it all the time. Like I, I grown up, it's like I came up in a lion's den, yep. right? And in those situations, they want you to dim your light. You know what I'm saying? They want you to change who you are. What's up, brother? They want you to. It's <laughs>
0: like I like you see me looking at you like, what the fuck? Go ahead. Bro.
2: He was in that joint like, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? Big
0: yeah. yeah. talking that shit in there, man. <laughs> 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 Go ahead.
2: No, but like at some point, you know, um, you know, just having to being a natural standout. Like we're all natural standouts, Thank you. right? And oftentimes, when you're like that, the world would be like, nah, bro, dim it down. In whatever shape, form, or fashion, mm-hmm. they'll try to get you to dim it, right? That's happened so many times over my life. And thank the Lord that I have a mother who's definitely, you know, told me who I am. Yeah. And um, I have I start to believe it now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, if you got an issue, that's you. That ain't got nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, nigga, stop. Changing your name for food, yeah. nigga. I mean, listen, I understand
0: that. But it's just like it's like it's like PTSD, you know, even I feel what it. you were saying, like, yeah, my mom my mom would do the same thing, give me his many positive affirmations to say right. you're dope. You're gonna you know, my you're creative, whatever you wanna, you know, to say to, you know, help me, but it just didn't feel good because it wasn't coming from my peers or anything. Mm. It didn't feel good because I was still that weird kid and I had to like I did have white friends and I did see like what you were saying, the suburbs and I said nice house and I come home, I'm like, my mom a single parent mm. and, right. you know, this ain't you right. know the best the best situations and so when you go through all these it's like you get exiled by like mm you know, your own people. And that's why even with like creators like Jordan Peele Mm -hmm. or, um, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, Mm -hmm. um, stuff like that, they resort to white women because they give them that false sense of freedom. Mm. And what I mean, false sense of freedom is we know that we're black. We know that we have our limitations Mm -hmm. to what we have. But that white girl was like, hey, you know, I like you. And it takes our load off the shoulders because, all right, I like that weird shit that you want. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because they give that carefree vibe. So it's not that we are, you know involved into this thing with that and I'm probably going way left but involved into that thing is just like when you get exiled from our own communities like shit well I'm about to do with the white people
2: right shit. I feel you
0: you know what I mean and I feel like also with black people we can't we struggle so much now especially in this little social media era and all this for mm-hmm. creativity wise because everything that we were when we were younger was deemed white people shit mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. shit like
2: that so yeah I agree with that to an extent um I think that, you know, cause as of late, I've tried to work to like, forgive what I experienced in the hood. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause if I, if I didn't have a strong family, yeah, they would have. They would have destroyed us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. And part of me be like, nigga, check me out now. You know what yeah. I'm saying. Like my mom was right, but the thing is, I work to keep that humility, and kind of understand that, like, yo, it's not even y'all fault. You know what I'm saying. Like this is all systematic for us to hate mm-hmm. each other and to hate the way we look, and and to only have certain categories on which we can assume a position. Pause again, right? It's a matter of <laughs> it's a matter of like you think about the hood, right? It's we all know it's hoop, drugs, rap. Rap, yeah. Mm-hmm. We got three choices, right? And if you're not doing those things, if you're not a dealer, dope boy, if you're not hooping, or if you if you're not rapping, they looking at you like, you clown, you nerd, like why your clothes fit you know what i'm saying like why you talk like that Mm -hmm. i remember growing up people thought i was gay because i talked proper right it's like but i've grown to understand because i've i've recently broken chains because i used to tell people like i was raised by bet Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i was raised by um what is it called um WB, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what I was raised by, and the things that they're showing on those tele- on those shows, and on those networks, are money, cars, clothes, hoes. Yeah. And if you're straying away from that, you're you're now the outcast, right? Mm-hmm. So I've learned. I digress. I've learned to like, or uh, do my best to say, all right, bet it's not your fault. Like it's actually, I'm extremely blessed to to have the mentality that I have, because. It's really systematic. It's really brainwashing because I even found myself like treating girls a certain type of way. My dream used to be to have like, you know, 10 to 15 girls. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and still and, and, and an es- <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, I don't know who's gonna be watching this. No, nah, right. but um uh, like I agree with that 110% though, because I used to be spiteful of it. And I used to be like, all right, like. Y'all don't want to accept me. I'm going to go over here. But what happened when I did that was I realized that they ain't rocking with me over here either. Mm-hmm. Right? As for different reasons, but they ain't rocking with me either. Right? And I've had to learn to just accept myself and do my best to, to change the world around me or, or, or start a new path. Because I know that I'm a unique individual. Right? Right? And I know that I like what I like. And I'm defining the category that I'm in. And at the end of the day, like, I just want to spread that love. And I want to make people comfortable with being themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But I definitely understand. Like, there was a there was a time where it was just like I was talking to straight white girls. Yeah. You know? And now, even to this day, I sometimes I got to check myself and be like, bro, I'm in certain scenes where it's like all niggas. And all white girls, mm-hmm. you know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm like, yo, where the sisters at? You know, but I even have to check myself and be like, yo, slow down, William. Like, don't cast no stones here because you used to be that big. You yeah. know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, th- it's a it's a fine line.
1: As somebody like I grew up like that, um, my whole family thought like I was go marry a white girl and everything. And at one point in time, I think I did too, but it was because I felt other, not just mm. within my family, but even like in the black community when you don't associate with certain things or you don't gravitate gravitate towards like sports and rap music and this and that, that, that's not to say that's all black people are, but that's, I feel like growing up was one of them things that identified you as a black man or whatever. And so like that, because I wasn't identifying with those things it was that, oh, you must be gay because I spoke proper. It was, oh, you must be gay or you don't like to do this, so what's going on? and Right, something so wrong with you. And like growing up and having that thought like, okay, what's wrong with me because I don't do this. I'm not, I got uh, six brothers and I'm different from them. I don't like the same music that they like. I don't like a lot of the same shit. And having to struggle with your identity as you grow up like that makes you question a lot of things. And like you said, um, you sometimes gravitate toward the white people because you think, okay, this is safe. White people do offer that. Um, it's just, they. <clears throat> it's like <clears throat> shit. You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm sorry. So I'm good. It's, it's like getting like caught sick up on it. <clears throat> no, it's bringing them back. Like they offer a safe space as far as be who you are. We don't care. Like you mm-hmm. like your music. I don't give a fuck about the music you like. Do that. Right. Um, Bring this
2: down. Keep going. I'm listening.
1: And. So that's why I feel like sometimes it's like okay I'd like to be around white people I can feel like I don't have to be this hard body exterior person around white people I can be the person who likes to listen to um Coldplay or whatever the fuck I like right. to listen to and I feel judged. And then at the same time though you know you're the token in them situations mm-hmm. even if you even if you're around genuine white people who right you're still the token in them situations. But at the same time, you can't go home and you can't kick it because everybody don't like what you like. And up until recently, until, uh, I just, I don't, not to say I got confidence in myself, but I did. Well, I got confidence. It didn't come from out of nowhere, right. but it was like a, a shift. And it's like, I'm an adult. I like the things that I like and I shouldn't have to, you know how, how they be like, what's your shame, shameless, uh, playlist and shit right right right. nigga that's my whole music it's everything that's in my and there was a point in time where i would feel like okay i can't play my music around everybody i can't watch the tv shows that i watch i can't like the things that i like and and again going back to just the expectation of even wanting to be with a white woman i did think that i was going to grow up to marry a white woman until um until i got i think to my hbcu
0: yeah, I was about to say the same
1: thing. I feel like until I had got to That's my right, HBCU. That's did
0: go to HBCU. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to one we went to. It's the, <laughs> Central? Yeah, yeah Central it's State
1: Central. U- The yeah. Central State University founded... Uh,
0: don't, don't. Do that.
1: Yeah, uh, founded, uh, 1887. Uh, yeah, 1887. Yeah, nigga. Yeah. Yeah. We just had a convocation the other day. I want okay. to say March 6th. That's okay. funny. Um, but yeah, founded in 1887. Shout out to my HBCU. But going to, going to an HBCU taught me my perspective on what black people were wasn't everything right so like even though i grew in and again those black people did have their reasons for making me feel like i was other because growing up that's you get taught okay we don't associate with them things it's um not something we associate with but going to the hbcu taught me it was multiple hundreds of black people who look like me sound like me and you know even some who don't who still likes some of the stuff that I do, who still um, can kick it and chill and not, you know, make you feel like you have to be boxing, you gotta be this built-up black person. Facts. Um, Like, I'll, even even the, the Lena trip, like, we went down there, five dudes, there was no complaints, no weird shit, we was all ourselves, and it wasn't a pressure to, like, have to hold anything up or, like, be this kind of black right. macho man or whatever, so, like... Shout out to my HBCU for doing that. Like, I don't know, it just taught me that black people, we come in a variety. That's true,
0: And it gives you some, like, you know, like, that was that point where I realized I was black. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, I think a lot of the times where I had this superior, this white entitlement Mm. when I went to these Catholic schools and I did go to public schools and stuff like that, I always had that sense of entitlement when it came to oh, well, I'm better than you. I'm not the average black man because I'm going to this school. I'm mm-hmm. doing this. But it, it humbled me when I went to public school. And I realized, like, okay, well, they all live in the same situations. I can relate to them a little bit more. But going to a HBCU gave me, like, oh, Black people can be successful in so many different outlets, mm-hmm. and so many different facets. And it's like the, and, and not in a bad way, it's like the island of misfit toys because we do have those situations where you're like me, I went through the same thing. Right. You know what I mean? And it's not like, even if we're clowning you at an HBCU, you will never know because it's like, it looks like we're celebrating you in, right. a, in, in a good way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, a confidence booster to somebody who felt insecure with a lot of things. You know, even a long time for myself, um, I used to I used to walk with my head down, you know mm. what I mean? Going to HBCU made me you know raise my head up, right. articulate myself, speak, mm-hmm. you know, you know, and move in a certain way. We didn't have a lot of resources at our particular school, but it just seemed like we made like fun for whatever we we had in that situation. So, it boosted our creativity and wanted to empower our own. That's why we was doing projects like how we was doing because right. it's like more of this needs to be shown because mm-hmm. this is not just because you're going to these certain schools or certain places doesn't make you black or the society doesn't make, you know, this is a whole culture. Facts. Don't you know, uh what is it? Don't uh what, box you in? Not box me in. Uh don't uh what's that fucking word? Knock it
1: before you try it?
0: No, not knock it before you try not it. Don't um, you know. not it's like don't <laughs> not Fuck it, <laughs> fuck it. But yeah, going to HBCU is the dopest experience. Um, and you, you definitely, I like I said, I definitely felt lost as a black man, and I'm glad I got found.
2: That's what's up.
1: I think that because I, I did struggle with the idea of wanting to go to an HBCU versus a PWI. Um, and part of that struggle was I knew that if I went to a PWI, I would, I wouldn't have to be like this hard by the exterior. Mm. I wouldn't have to carry that. I could just be my normal self and, you know, float through. But I knew I would have to deal with like racial shit. Mm-hmm. I have to deal with like being looked down on. But my other worry was like going to HPCU, I was scared I wouldn't fit in. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not go fit mm-hmm. into to certain shit. I don't listen to rap music. I'm not, you know, and again, not to stereotype black people, but just how I grew up, this are the these were the things that made you black. Right. And so, like, I didn't have a lot of those traits, and I didn't want to go somewhere where I had to feel like I had to force this on myself. Mm. But, I would say, going to the HP, going to my HBCU, I do know trap songs and shit now. Right,
2: I was about to ask you, like, how you deal with strolling, man? Eh? Like-
1: I'm not a stroller. Not. I am not a stroller. I barely got rhythm. I'm, I will get out there <laughs> if I need to. Like, if that's what you're supposed to. to. But I, I barely got rhythm. But, again, though, it's like, all that, even though I struggle with some of that, my HBCU made me feel comfortable enough right. to at least try. It made That's me real. be like, all right, let me put my best foot forward. Let me try whatever. Um, yeah, like I don't know. Going to HBCU was a great ass experience. I'm glad I got that because I I don't know. Like, I got to just see like a different side of our people and it made me like appreciate our culture a whole lot more and it made me be like, you know, um, I don't know, I I think I would've probably been with a white woman if I would've went to a PWI. That's
2: crazy, that's crazy. I went to a PWI. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> He's just
0: bashing the whole time.
2: You know, I, I don't, no, no. my story ain't everybody's story yeah. though. No, like, so the thing that I experienced going to a PWI was like, cause my school wasn't that big. I think there was like 3,000, 4,000 people at my school. Mm-hmm. And um, like all the black people knew each other, right? So I had a crew, is what like, me, Fonz, Jordan around Kevin Debo um Derek Derek was like the talking white boy but um there's seven of us right and we were like how we were when we went to Atlantis we're all individuals we all have our own perspective we mm-hmm. all all have our own personality and that's cool but it was wild because like all the other black people on campus, they like looked at us like, oh, these niggas, like, they think they somebody, they think they better than us, da da da. da. Just because we weren't the type that said, all right, for sure, like, we just gotta be with all the black people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, oh, the um the black people are doing this, we gotta go and do like if I like what y'all doing, I'm gonna show up. You know what I'm saying? And is that somebody's yeah, yeah. stomach? That's uh That's this. I feel you. That's this this part of my body. I feel you. But, um, nah, man, like, it was interesting because it goes back to that pressure of, yo, you're black. You should Mm -hmm. be acting a certain type of way. You know what I'm saying? And it was wild because some of my homies on the, on the, um, on the, like, in my crew at Owoo, Mm -hmm. You know, they, they getting the attention from like the white people because they're athletes or whatever. I grew into this flyness that y'all see here today. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm still, I didn't hit my peak then, but as a result, white folks is like, you know, I'm showing up with some of my homies to the parties and white folks is coming up to them. Oh, what's up guys? And me, I'm just kind of in that joint. You know what I'm saying? They're like, who is this? Like not, not addressing me, not acknowledging me at all so it's kind of a wild thing for me to kind of like grasp and understand my greatness yeah. mm-hmm. because i wasn't being shown it when i went to college right yeah that was something when i left the hood and i left um you know what i'm saying home i'm thinking like all right life about to change yeah. when i get to college and it's like you get there and it's like nah bro they actually not seeing you how you thought they would see you right mm-hmm. so but at the same time, I still got a level of confidence. I'm extroverted. I'm still, like, I'm still getting attention, but not for the things that I necessarily would want to be getting the attention for. I was low-key, like, a gesture. Mm-hmm. gesture. You know what I'm saying? I was funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I still am funny. I still got charm. I still got, you know, a, a dope personality. But, like, I was still kind of, like, the outcast yeah right because one my views were completely different like i'm showing up and i'm like i don't rock with necessarily the black people because their mentality ain't the same as mine and i'm damn sure i don't give a damn about these white folk. you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying i'm not trying to fit in with y'all like i'll come to the party but i'm not dancing for y'all when i show mm-hmm. up like i'm gonna talk the same way that i talk obviously i'm not gonna be wilding out i'm not what you think i am but mm-hmm. I'm not going, hey, brother, how are you? You know what I'm saying? Hey, Jim, like, you know, like, I'm not trying to become a part of your association. I'm trying to be me. But as a result, they're like, yo, we can't really rock with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is cool. You know, it's a blessing in disguise. But when I was there, definitely, you know, it's that same thing of, like, you're not getting accepted by either side. So I have my homies, you know, and, and we did our thing. But... You know, um, college was an interesting time for me, you know, Mm -hmm. at least the first time. When I came back, I was killing that shit Mm -hmm. because I knew exactly who I was, what I wanted to do, I had a buzz, you know, um, and it was about me succeeding and not necessarily trying to gain friends. It was me trying to, you know, get the most out of this institution. And if I come across people along the way that are dope, then we can rock, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? When I went back, it was like, yo, I'm different. You know, I went through the trenches, and now, you know, the hero's journey, low key. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's interesting.
1: Also, like you said, with well, um, like going back and how that black group uh, viewed you and your your little set of friends, I think that because I see a lot of times people be like, "Oh, some of y'all black people, y'all do this, and y'all think y'all are better," and it's like, is it, even with the childish Gambino thing, like I've seen a lot of people make complaints about his wife being white and mm. stuff. If you are being pushed out of your community and you don't feel accepted, you are going to try to align with whatever else feels safe for you. That's true. And everybody does not get the opportunity to heal. not saying that Gambino needs to heal in order to not be with his white woman or whatever, but I do think you see a lot of men, especially black men, who say very hateful things toward our community, and I'm not condoning it, but I do think a lot of people are just coming from a place of hurt. Not even just the men, but even when you see... Like Candace Owens, mm-hmm. getting up there. When you don't feel embraced by your community, you go burn the bitch down right. to feel that. Like you, you go make sure you do anything to hurt the people who you feel spited uh, or who you feel like hurt you. So I think that's what it is a lot of times. And then people do look at it like. You think you better. It's not that I think I'm better. It's just when I was there for y'all and I was offering what I had, y'all didn't want it. And now that somebody else is looking at it, now you saying, okay, no, bring it back over here. And it's like, fuck y'all. Like, yeah, I sit (laughs) over here with these white people and pander and do whatever because at least they open their arms to me. And again, I'm not saying everything be okay, but we got to understand people from where they coming from and in their situations. Sometimes we turn people into villains or we, like, we do shit to people and then we expect for those people to be able to come back and just forgive us for what we did to them. That's right. You can't go through 10, 12 years of not being accepted by people who look like you and then one day be like,
2: oh, I'm just fine. That don't hurt. <laughs> you know the thing that I learned to, like, I guess, because it's something that I'm still dealing with. And like I said earlier, like, I'm working to forgive, right? It's because, like, I understand. Like you were just saying, healing they gotta heal right Mm -hmm. and i'm in a place like my life is good i'm blessed you know what i'm saying i'm i'm moving towards success humbly speaking right i'm Mm -hmm. in a good spot and i often look back and i look at certain people and i'm like damn like you still stuck in that cycle Mm -hmm. are you still stuck in that world so i work to practice empathy and the understanding of like yo It's by God's grace that I made it out. And it's by God's grace that I'm operating in the space that I am right now because I could beat him.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: You know what I'm saying? Like, I I could definitely beat him. I could beat him right now. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's, it's very small degrees that got me to where I'm at, right? Mm -hmm. And that's helped me to let things go and say, all right, for sure, I'm in a different space. Um, If anything, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we could chat about it. You know, now there's certain things that you're not going to do. You're not going to. I'm not the same person. I was talking to my mom about this the other day. I am not the same person I was when you last found me. Yeah. So please don't bring that to me. Right. Mm-hmm. I remember a uh, homie from the hood a while ago. We He followed me on, uh, on Facebook and he's like, oh, like. I know that ain't that fool, right? And I was like, I typed it back. I was like, fam, I don't know who you're talking about, right? Yeah. right? And I saw him like kind of regress. He was like, oh. And like, but I I definitely let people know like I'm not the same person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got all the love in the world for you. Mm-hmm. But like, you're not about to treat me the same way you talk, treated me you know, ten years ago, yeah. right? Because they will try to little bro you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They will try to oh you little you little Will from the hood. No, I'm not. Man. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not. Little Will grew up. Little Will done grown yeah. up. You see it. Yeah. You see it. Now be real with yourself, so we can all mm-hmm. elevate. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, cause it's all love, but. One thing that I'm not gonna do is let people keep me or try to keep me small yeah. because it's that conditioning thing. This the one. It's just robotic to them. Oh, nigga, you ain't shit. What, nigga? Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Yeah. Where did that even come from? I ain't seen you in years. Don't know you. Don't even remember you. You do not know me mm-hmm. now. You don't know me. With all due respect, you do not know me. I'm on a completely different level. I'm on a completely different road. Right? I don't even. Come on. Come on. Yeah. So like, while I do practice empathy, you know, um, I definitely keep in mind that like, if we're not careful enough, we will allow people to put us back mm-hmm. where we were. You know what I'm saying? My mom was like, "Don't let him come." I told my mom about it. She going off on me like, "Don't ever." Let. I'm like, "Mama, it's cool. It's cool." But that's where I come from, and I and I again, I thank God for all my blessings mm-hmm. because you know I am you know my mother 2.0. You know what I'm saying? All the brash rawness that she'd just be like, don't talk to that man. I can take it and be like, yo, it is conditioning. It is habitual. He don't even know what he means by calling me a fool. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Bible says, call no man a fool, lest ye be a fool. Like, it's real stuff. You know what I'm saying? And in my mind, I'm like, dang, bro, that's foolish that you're calling me that. But I'm not going to accept it. But at the same time, I love you. Mm -hmm. Right? Because I really don't even got the time to be upset about it. I got to go make a move. I got to go make a bag. I got to go make a relationship. I got to go make a a production. So that's helped me to like let things go because at some point it was like, yo, when I get there, I'm stepping on niggas' Mm necks. When I get there,
1: it's that payback. You you think and it's like you build yourself up the whole time. Like when I get to this point, I'm going to pay these niggas back. Mm -hmm. And then, but when you. I feel like you reach a point where you realize your payback is just healing yourself and doing better by yourself. And it's like, that's it. once you get to that point, you like, I don't need to hurt y'all no more. Like, cause I see, I recognize you hurting cause I was once in that place and exactly. I was hurting too. Even though you was hurting me, I see that you was hurting yourself. Like you was hurting and that's why you were hurting me exactly. so I could feel what you was feeling. And so like. No, I just feel bad for you because I see you that's still hurting.
2: For, that's real. I'll be feeling bad, yeah. bro. And I'm that's feeling not
1: bad. It's not one of them things where it's like, uh, oh, I'm at this level and I feel bad for you. It's like, no, I've actually done some healing. I've done some work. I've sat down with myself and had some hard ass conversations and got through some stuff. And I recognize where you know I feel short in life at some Facts, situations. Facts. That humility. Yeah, and I can move forward from it though, like. I ain't, I ain't grow up in the best situation, right. but I ain't let that keep me in that situation. Right. Like I'm here today doing shit I ain't never thought I'd do. And let me say
2: this real quick. Oh,
0: go ahead. Do your thing. Look into that camera
2: right there. Mm-hmm. I love my hood. Let me keep it a buck. I love my hood. They made me who I am. You know what I'm saying? They've. I I learned how to be tough. I've learned how to be funny. I know how I've learned yeah. how to think on my feet. Right these things that I'm talking about as far as, you know, the things that I've learned, you know, the hood is a beautiful place. And I, I wanna get that off as well. You know what I'm saying? I love where I come from, 700 block North Maple. We here, we doing great things. We here, we winning. Um, I'm praying for y'all. I pray, I pray that y'all praying for me. Um, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? shit. <laughs> yeah, Beanship. I wanna go home. Beanship. You know, I Beanship. wanna be able to come home. So like, love, I love y'all.
0: Um. As we do it, as every time, every episode, we have hot some motherfucking hot takes. You know what I mean. Ah, so, since you're, today, will, woo, <sighs> since you're our guest today, will since you're our guest today, um, what is your hot take? On what? Just anything in the world, anything that pisses you off, um, um, anything that you don't like, you do like.
2: Um, man, okay, hot take. Don't fall for the facade of social media don't fall just don't fall for the facade i'm tired of people falling for the facade coming from a director producer content creator do not get down about what you see in these pictures and in these videos it's produced be positive love yourself god took his time on you if you if you feel like you like somebody's life more than your own, go put the work in, mm-hmm. start eating healthy, go to the gym, keep yourself around positive people. Um <laughs> like you really can't hear everything right. I'm weekend, sorry. You know, but no, that's my hot take, man. Like, don't fall for the facade because, you know, the enemy wants you to fall for the facade and mm-hmm. he wanna catch you slipping. So, and a lot of people are slipping. So, you know, wake up. Um, and you know what I'm saying? Go get that thing that you want. Mm-hmm.
1: You And by
2: that, you can always just skin
1: the person alive and where they skin so you can feel how they feel. Like, what did
2: he say? I agree. <laughs> what did he, I what agree. did he say? I heard what you said, bro. <laughs> I agree. You're wild. But yeah, man, spread love too, man. I'm tired of people always hating. And if you got hate in your circle, remove yourself from that circle. Because it's all love. Mm-hmm. It should always be love, man. When I'm around y'all, like, it's all love. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it feel good on this side. You Thanks, feel me? Man. Yeah, so. We do that over yeah, here at yeah,
1: Awkward It's thinking. love. It's yeah.
2: love. Yeah. I don't know if we had any awkward moments, though. I mean. On the trip? Oh, no, there was some awkward moments now, on the trip.
1: What was awkward moments on the trip? Did mm-hmm. I miss <laughs> Eating in front of back? You was eating food. No, no, no. What? That ain't got
2: nothing to do with me. What? What? No, what was we talking moment. about? We was talking about Ty. Shout out, Ty. And, um. And um, Al from eating the burger mm-hmm. the next day. Ty ate the no, burger like half know. of the
1: burger, and then Al ate the rest from the back. You do remember <laughs> that?
2: Whatever, you know you remember that, boy. You was right there. You was right there. That's funny.
0: No, the, no. I think an awkward moment was. Um, I, uh, y'all was talking about uh, Vin Diesel. And uh, I just—I didn't know lies about Vince. <laughs> I didn't know what y'all was talking about. So Vince yells across the thing, right? He says, "You, get, you who, gotta give a context." Yeah. Right, bro. So um, Will is bald, as you can see on the thing. No, oh, um, but come on. Not saying it in a weird way. Not saying it in a weird thing wait But I'm saying like. Why
2: Wait. you leave with that? That Luke wasn't a, even what he was supposed to go. Listen,
0: so I, this is my perspective. Right. So I'm hearing it. So I'm like, oh, okay. So Vince was like, hey, tell Will, like Vin Diesel, something about Vin Diesel. And I looked at Will. I'm like, okay, I can see it. But they were like, no, no, no. That's not what we was talking about. That's what I.
1: No, Nas had told me a few days prior yes. Vin Diesel was gay, and I seen something similar to that. And so, like, I'm not gonna question. It. It's 2023. Right, you do right, what you do, right? Whatever. So I'm telling it to Will, and Will like, no, I don't believe it. I'm like, bro, I, I'm telling you, it's <laughs> He's true. standing on it, bro. I, I'm like, He's it's true. It's it. true. Me and Nas was just talking about it the other day. <laughs> I'm like Nas. Nas look over. He's like, what's going on? What? What? I'm like Vin Diesel. He, he, like, he like yeah, he do I it
2: see, it. Like, see it. I'm like, nigga, what you
1: talking about? <laughs> <man?"> <laughs> like, nah, that That's a, funny. That nigga had that in his back pocket the whole trip. No, I, I, I swear had, to God, I did. He to cook me. I, I, was, 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 I literally wasn't. Like, I just, when I ask
0: questions, I ask as a curious ass kid, like, mm. and that be it. Like, I don't never like expound upon it. I just be like, boom, that be it. You got any hot takes before we get up out of here? Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ, what's wrong with
1: I'm. Y'all gonna turn it into
0: something? No, what is Not. it? But so
1: listen, is I'm the drinking water has, and has stuff. A reflex? No, I'm drinking. This has been like this since I was a kid. I'm drinking water and stuff, and like as the water goes down, it's like I don't know how to explain it. It's like bubbles. I feel them, <laughs> okay. and it's like that's it. It's just the sound. Like,
2: is that? I'm about to show you right now. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: I don't know. It's not working. Yeah, but look at It's TV. always been like this. Sometimes it's this extra sound that comes up, and it's like, yeah, sound like a stomach rumbling. That's but what yeah. I thought it was. That happened one time in class, and my teacher started passing out food because she thought like I was hungry. Was hungry. and I was embarrassed. I was like, nigga, That's and I can't funny. explain this. Was you big in,
2: um, in elementary when it happened?
1: I was what? That was seventh grade. I don't know if I was big yet.
2: She tried to get you. She
1: did, but. uh loving your kids is not enough. Uh, just cuz you love your kids don't mean you need to have kids and just cuz you love your kids does not mean you are a good parent. Some of y'all love y'all kids but don't love them enough to give them to people who can provide and care for them. Loving your kid is not enough. Stop bringing kids into the world if you not, you know, if you can't take care of them the way they need to be taken care of. Not saying that niggas need Xboxes, but Some of y'all be having these kids in fucked up situations. And as a person who works closely to the system and just seeing certain stuff, stop having kids. Lock that pussy and your your dick up and don't produce no more.
0: Uh, My hot take is... um If she's still using Snapchat, that app is dry as fuck. She's cheating on you. Um, That is my hot take. I feel like anybody what? who still uses Snapchat is fucking cheating. You cannot convince or me selling sex Or selling sex. Or doing some yeah. crazy shit. Why the fuck shit? do you got a Snapchat like, in why 2023? Why do you have a, in, in 2023, why do you have a Snapchat? Wait, you don't have
2: a Snapchat? I have a Snapchat. I still do you have Snapchat,
1: but I don't use I it. I mean...
2: I have it where it posts on like if I post on TikTok it pop so posts you to my TikTok. No, no, not a no, no, what are you chatting, though? You're funny.
0: I've I've said some shit on Snapchat when it was hot. I've never know? said
2: anything on Snapchat. What you gonna do with this last one? You can have it. God bless He's
0: you. He's a plotter on Facebook. Hey, y'all sweet, said bro. that I
2: eat like yeah, uh me like he'll find something.
1: He here. what uh Shorty said he a munch, he eat it. he eat it for
2: lunch. Come on, man. <laughs> Y'all out of control, man. You get
0: yeah. awkward, bro. That's but yeah, I feel about. like Snapchat, you're cheating on your significant other. You're doing something that you're not supposed to be doing. That, who pussy the fuck is, that, that pussy paid for That pussy is snap. paid for Wow. Because I don't see nobody on Snapchat. You're in, not on Snapchat for yeah. for recreation. Unless you like Are you on Snapchat molester. for recreation? No. See? Nobody uses it. It's oh, unless you're selling drugs, too. Right?
2: That's real. That's so weird. I've had some people send me to people on... Snapchat to get some drink. I'm like nah. Cause it disappears It's so awkward too I'm like bro What are you afraid of yeah. Cause it disappears If you disafraid though You shouldn't be You shouldn't be doing it I mean I mean, You gotta do what you gotta do I feel you I, it, They don't be getting no bread
1: mm. I I hate when Like the weed men Give you dumbass prices I, I'm not a person Like when we're in Atlanta what? I'm about to snitch on myself. Shit, let me shut <laughs> up. But
0: <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> We're still professionals. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I'm
1: just man, not a fan of is. random ass prices. Don't ask me uh, how much you' trying to spend. That's the setup. I don't. No, that's real. Don't ever ask me, bitch. What is your prices? Where do oh, you go? Real. What? What? What's your store he hours?
2: Said, bitch. What is your pr-? bro? My qualm with um, we do is just like, man, bro customer service bro Yeah. like be happy to see me bro. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying say hello like don't mean mug me uh, i'm supporting you okay and your small business mm-hmm. but i don't buy weed you know what i'm saying if,
1: i feel like i don't buy weed if i was to buy weed <laughs> i would be so nervous buying it like i'm not a i'm not good with stuff like that so i'm not good with drug transactions mm-hmm. and shit i would just be so nervous. Here's the money, sit this shit. I don't even wanna be around it because I'm paranoid.
2: Are You You are a paranoid individual?
1: When it comes to stuff like that, I just, my bad luck is the cops that pull up while you handing me the bag of weed.
2: That's real. This
0: has nothing to do with what y'all was saying, but it just mm-hmm. popped in my thought. What happened? You ever, have y'all ever sent news? Like, have y'all ever sent dick pics and shit like that?
1: Never.
2: Man. Y'all never said the, you never sent a dick pic? Have you ever sent a dick pic? No before? comment.
0: Okay. Well, it popped in my head. It's just so strange to me that, like, because I've done it before. It's just masturbating in front of the um, camera, mm-hmm. and like to send it off to a girl to show her that I'm coming. I just thought it was just a weird.
1: thing. So you wanted to share that? Yeah. With where did that come that? from,
2: my man? It just
0: popped in Snapchat. You wanted to share that? Wait. With and how old? Like, man. I've sent. I've sent plenty of dick pics, in my lifetime. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah. But you gotta say not serious. But what you gotta do is when you send when you send a dick pic, right? You gotta make it like it's not your dick when what? you send it. Because it's like even if you get caught up, that shit don't even look like my shit. You know what I mean? So you got. Oh so you're
2: saying you stepping out on yours.
0: I have. Yikes. I have. I can't
2: what are you, judge, you doing? Tying a rubber
1: bin around it, making it turn into Whoa.
0: A... No, I mean you can. <laughs> you You can manipulate a dick. Pic. I know what my is dick this? anywhere.
2: I... <laughs> <laughs> what is this? This is wild. Y'all funny, man.
0: But yeah, that was that was my random kind of popped up in my head. That was probably. your hot take. No, it wasn't my hot take. It just really just popped in my head. Yeah.
1: Mm. What's your hot take? Or did I you did. Snapchat, so? Snapchat. Yeah, Snapchat. Oh, I was was cheating.
0: Cheating. So. Let me hit this button. Yeah. That's
2: a good little session we had, though. It was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm leaving feeling better. That's good. That's good. I'm it's about that, that
0: time where we leave you with a positive message to get through the week. Special guest Will Fairbanks is such a rich name. You know what I mean? It
2: is. I like it, man. Go my mama ahead. gave it to me. Actually, both my parents gave it to me. I was almost named Clarence. Ooh. I yeah, can see that. No, you can't. I can see Clarence. <laughs> <use> a <laughs> lie, Listen, <laughs> I don't a... use a lie. <laughs> I'm
1: going to name my kid Clarence. No, you don't. Don't, don't do am. it. I like to shop on Clarence.
2: That's not Clarence. Clarence. Joke. It's the same. Uh, it's not even a joke. I'm dead ass. Wild, wild, wild
1: right. buttons, I'm so yeah. serious. I'm naming my kid Clarence. Don't do it. I like don't the
0: shop on that. Clarence shit. is crazy. Crazy, bro. I was going to be named Gabriel.
2: That's a cool name. Yeah. That's a cool name. It's Gabriel. definitely better than Clarence. Or Langston.
0: Langston. Langston. Or Gabriel. Langston? Yeah. Langston? I don't That's like both I feel like you would
1: have been a different person with a different Langston?
0: name. Being you think you would be. Gabe is like.
1: Oh, I thought you said Gabe. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what Why you say. <laughs> I, say, uh. I said, I uh. said, they gonna be
1: on his head. Right. They, gonna say, uh. Uh. they gonna be on his head. No, when he said Gabriel, or he said Gabriel, I said, uh. but like not because I thought it was gay. I thought he just said he was, like he was gonna be
2: gay if his name was Gabe. I feel no. you. It's just, uh, Why am I rubbing my face up against this? Like I don't know. You've been like because on
0: number one, let me before we before we get into these positive messages, Will's like. I hate to be like colorist on this. He's so light skin. When I be seeing him like have these come like on, passionate like talks on his like come on, on his nah, story, do he be like he like no I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he like so but, like no I
2: don't. You are the pride. We <laughs> light skin.
0: Do he be turning
1: red?
2: No, a little bit. A little bit. He's lying. like mm. I don't do.
0: Any of that. All right, watch, watch when I show you a video. You're going to be like, this nigga just did that. Go ahead. This
2: though. man's a lie. What What are we doing, positive? Positive mm-hmm. message
0: to get through the week, man. What
2: is your positive um, message? Go be great, you know. Don't let nobody tell you that you're less than. You are amazing. You are the prize, Yeah. 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 You're winning. Um, you know, <laughs> it's supposed to be hard, but... Whoa. Come on, man. (laughs) You're fucking up. Let's go ahead, nigga. Come on. It's supposed to be difficult. It's supposed to be difficult. That's what makes it worth it. You know, don't stop. You might. This this, this shit gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Trust me. But push through it, you know, um, and go get that thing that you want. Spread some love. Tell somebody you love them.
0: I was going to for a dick. But I hey, didn't kiss. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. He said wrong,
1: man. He says it's going to be difficult, but you got to push through it. Just push through it. Come on,
2: man. Y'all wild, bro. Go,
0: go ahead. What's your positive message?
1: Um, I don't know. Love yourself a little bit better. Mm. Buy some flowers for yourself yeah. this week. That's it.
0: Mm. Um, my positive message is to get through the week um, don't prejudge anybody. I was reading a book called Be Water My Friend. Mm. And I Bruce was Lee. necessarily said yep, the Bruce Lee book, uh, his daughter, actually, his daughter. Um, And it was basically telling me that um, don't prejudge like someone to based off of how they look or how what they are, you know, because we already will limit what we can either build with that person. So I think that is my biggest thing when it comes to um going into this week is just don't judge anybody. Go with a clear mind um, and you never know what that person could take you. So, um, Vince had to step out But with that being said I'm Nas Special guest
2: Will Fairbanks we here Check me out on Instagram And all other social handles At Will underscore Fairbanks
0: Yeah 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 Thank you for being awkward What a see ya next week
2: Thanks man Y'all got something
0: Thanks man Y'all got
2: something Thank you for chopping it up man Yeah man this was good I'm glad I'm glad you enjoyed yourself